0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Faye Answer Questions, a podcast for the Faye family tries to answer questions about life. Uh joining us this week, we have of course as always my mom and dad. Hello. Hello. And this week, uh we also have my brother Ben. What's going on, people? Well, Ben, do you wanna introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Uh yeah, so I am the oldest of the Faye children. I am the best looking of the Fae children, Lies. and I am the most talented of all the Fae children.
0: Oh, biggest lie of all. <laughs>
1: so, so you guys, you guys are in you. for a super good treat today. Uh, I'm also the funniest out of all of us, so looking. I know these past couple episodes <laughs> might have been a little dry, but buckle up, because here we go.
2: <laughs> he is also the biggest ego, the biggest head on his shoulders, he can never close his lunchbox to fit his legendary self
1: in it. I just need a bigger lunchbox. <laughs>
2: or I need a bigger needle to deflate your balloon.
1: Nah, leave my balloon alone.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh So this week, uh since we have the funny man himself on the podcast, we figured we'd... Uh... I'm here
2: every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh let's <laughs> let's let's get into a, a funny question here um so mom and dad, uh what's the dumbest thing that you've ever caught us doing growing up, and then secondary, how does that compare to the dumbest thing that you were caught doing when you grew up?
1: Um, that he- seems like a loaded question that could go down the wrong direction very fast
3: Josh, the dumbest thing you ever did was try to do electrics and the house we were remodeling in idaho i mean all of a sudden we have a brown out and we go and find you sitting on your bed like in shell shock because you stuck these wires in the outlet thank god it was insulated
1: somebody else also had a brown out while that happened too <laughs> that would be I the man mean- that stuck the wires in the socket you oh were. My said,
3: what did you do that for? You said I was just trying to be like dad. I'm like, mm, thought you were smarter than that, you know. To take, oh my goodness! Well, it was bad.
0: I think the real reason is because I wanted to see what would happen. Because you guys were like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" Something bad will happen. And I thought, "Oh, how bad could it be?" I what had to you know.
3: <laughs> and exactly. henceforth, not, not actually,
2: not so bad did teach you a lesson in life and it gave you a really unique uh, mutant gift there
1: yeah i was gonna say you got superpowers after that you definitely screwed up your entire uh, entire electromagnetic field around yourself and now for some reason can rub your entire face on electrified fences and not feel a thing and then convince your sister to be like come here hold my hand and then oh, yeah. and then yeah. she'll just yeah. go, oh, okay, and grab it and then get shazammed into, like, next week because she had a metal necklace on. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's the front line, you know. He and people, who cares?
3: I mean, because of that, we could set you in the front seat of the car when the radio wasn't working, and it would come in clear. <laughs> but if you were in it's the back... He's not
1: seat, the only one with that gift. My fat ass head also (laughs) brings in radio signal as well. So
2: unfortunately, that's the only thing it's good for. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Bam. All All right. This is uh, the thing we ever caught
1: you doing as a kid. Um. Come on. I mean, I've done a lot of dumb things. You. Um, I think one of the dumbest things. Was that... mm-hmm. it, no, we don't talk about that. Um, expunge that from the record. That never happened. <laughs> don't worry, I guess you all edited out. So. Thank you, sir. Uh, um, no, one of the dumbest things that I think we ever got caught doing is you know, uh, we were growing up and we used to squash and I used to share. Have we covered why we call you squash? No, not at all. I haven't even brought it up. Oh, okay, we'll we can get to that in a second. Um, so squash and I used to share a room all the time. Um, but even when we didn't, we were still in each other's rooms all the time. So we were always very loud. Um, and I don't remember how the, the phrase got started. I don't know if we were watching a TV or something. But we decided that it was a good idea at one point to just walk around the house yelling in the most <laughs> retarded British accent we could. and uh, And then we decided that after that, we would just sit across from each other. And um, headbutt a soccer ball back and forth. And literally every time one of us would headbutt it, we would headbutt it and scream billiards at the same time. Billiards. 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 And we would scream billiards at the same time as hitting, um, headbutting the soccer ball. And that went on for literal hours. And probably (laughs) resulted in multiple killed brain cells that never even had a chance of seeing the light of day. Um.
2: Okay, not the dumbest thing that you were caught doing.
1: I mean, the other dumb thing that we got caught doing was we used to play nutball in the <laughs> hallways. <laughs> that one was pretty dumb.
2: Yeah, no, not the dumbest thing I've caught you doing.
3: Uh, the dumb one, of the, some of the dumbest things you guys have done for some reason. You guys were intent on putting somebody else's butt through a window, through a wall. Oh, true. There, was a there was a lot we of butts through
0: walls and windows. There was a lot of shoving.
3: We replaced so many glass windows because you guys were like throwing shoes through them, throwing each other's butts through them. Um, we left you alone, and when we lived in North Carolina, and you put your sister's butt through the wall, and then so tried she
1: tried that. to get on me like a spider monkey, and I wasn't having any of it.
3: And then tried to hide the hole with a decorative vase thing that I hadn't put there. Like, I wouldn't know it wasn't there. I'm a little particular about it. It was
1: a design choice. I thought it looked good at the end of the hallway. I thought you would appreciate it.
2: Yes, absolutely.
3: (laughs) Still not the dumbest thing
2: you've done.
1: What's the dumbest thing I've done then? Come on.
2: We had the brown out with the wires in the outlet from your brother. One word. No, no. well, it's one word, but we'll make it. You know, could could go either way for two.
1: How Belt old was I?
2: Sanda.
1: <laughs> oh, true. Oh, no. oh I still God. bear the scar. Yes, yes ladies
3: I the left <laughs> on both faces.
1: Oh, I remember that. That sucked hard. I thought I was about to lose my scrotum. And looking at the scar now, I was nowhere near my scrotum, but. <laughs> yeah.
3: You
1: about became a eunuch, but I about I thought I was gonna rip my entire sack right off my body. <laughs> All right,
0: for, for the listeners, let's get a little bit of context in here for the belt sander. Okay, let's so go.
1: we were living in Idaho and we were redoing, renovating a house, and um, we were done for today, and we were doing c- cleanup. Yes, we were. It was at night, I remember. It was dusk time. Dust. No, were, yeah,
2: it was dusk. He was right. It was dusk.
3: I mean, you were fixing to go help somebody clean their house or something. You were about ready to leave yeah, yeah. that. But it was it was dusk. He's got, he's got the story right so far.
1: Anywho, uh I picked up a belt sander that was still plugged in as a for some reason it was an OSHA violation, but we don't talk about those. Um and I as I was picking up I I <laughs> I drew it near to the inner thigh of my left leg and upon happenstance depressed the trigger on said belt sander and cut it on. And when it cut on, it immediately sucked my shorts into the belt sander and then the belt sander decided to run up my shorts onto my leg and give me a lovely little raspberry (laughs) on the soft tender flesh of my inner thigh (laughs) and it did not feel very good at all and i freaked out because i thought that thing was just going to continue up the tender meat of my inner thigh right to my prized sack of jewels and rip them from my body (laughs) i was terrified (laughs) i think i yeeted that (laughs) thing into about the next dimension the, the funniest
2: "There, you did that right." As a family that we knew up there was pulling up, and you were sweet on the daughter, and that's oh, when you squeezed the trigger. So let's Classic. get all of that right.
1: I I didn't remember that part happening. I do remember but, raspberrying myself, and now
0: the the thing that I remember is the, the hell out of mom of that girl came. She came right up to the door. Right at the time where we were trying to get the belt sander off of you, and so you were, yeah, and you I'm were like swim trunks down rushed. around down around the ankles, <sighs> in your tidy whities big <laughs> like blood pouring down, you know your, your inner thigh, just standing there half naked, like. Ahh. It was on the
3: front I, porch, and we
1: I lived on Main Street. I hate all. Of, you, you see, I wouldn't care we were, about those random people because I didn't have to see them again. I had to see this chick at church probably the next day um yeah that that okay so that that key unlocked a whole a whole door full of memories that I had repressed about that whole incident <laughs> thank you for hey, that, that was, that's amazing super you're great welcome. super great, yeah, I do remember blood sp- running down my leg and my uh, embarrassing mm. embarrassing,
2: yeah, you're welcome, I'm glad I can bring that back to you.
1: No, I, I I resent you for this.
3: Okay, what was the second part of your question, Josh?
0: Uh, how do, how does the dumb shit um that we got caught doing, like sticking wires in an electrical socket and uh, flaying the skin off of our thighs with belt sander?s How does that compare to the stuff that your parents caught you doing growing Vendor up?
3: Caught me doing anything? I was too good to get caught. I did a lot of shit, but they didn't catch me. I was pretty much a wild child. I We moved to the farm, and I pretty much ran and did whatever I wanted to do.
1: Yeah, I wish we could have done that. No, That's well, why you
3: didn't, because I know what I did.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: High school would have been so much more fun.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, then, Mom, what's one of the dumbest things that you never got caught doing?
3: No, I can't tell you that, because, yeah, no, I can't tell you that. Um <laughs>
0: All right, I said one of
1: I was gonna make a joke, but I don't think I'm gonna make that joke about my mother.
3: No, don't. Um my best friend we were um we were best friends from the time we were five and we would do all kinds of stuff together and he was our senior year, he was working at the little gas station down the road. So of course he didn't get off till like ten or something and apparently I had a curfew but we didn't worry about that that much um but i would tell my mother your nana that oh hey i'm going out with my friend we're gonna go and watch a movie we're gonna go and do this it's a midnight movie it's the only time we get to see each other because we're both working in school and you know played the guilt card and half the time i was out with girlfriends or running around and we lived in the college town so yeah we weren't necessarily at the movies or anything like that but you know, it was just like, hey, we went and saw this and we rarely went to the movies. We would watch the, all the shorts. We could recite the shorts to the movies and get away with it. Um, we'd go to the pool halls and play pool. We would just drive around. We'd get in about 2, 2.30 in the morning, maybe three, you know, have a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they never figured that part out, you all know. Right. It was tame compared to what your father didn't get caught doing.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask, Dad, I know you've got some stories about what you did.
2: I grew, well, I grew up on a, a, a property outside of a rather large city. Um, well, from what I can remember up until 12 years of age, I lived in the city. And my father was very well known in the city. And we would, my brother and I would do stuff and we'd get caught by the cops and told to go home or they were going to tell our dad. So we'd go you home. You said, do it, bitch. No, so we'd go home <laughs> and then tell him our dad. Uh, uh, but we would like on uh, uh, the Australian, Australia Day, January 26th, uh, which is like Fourth of July back in the day when we could have fireworks in Australia. We would get these fireworks that you could throw, like throw. They call they call them throwdowns. I don't know what they call them over
1: here. But Wait, like the little up. the little tiny ones that are like the poppers up here, or they were bigger.
2: They were a little bigger, and they had a bullseye on them. And if you throw them down on the bullseye, they'd blow. They would blow up. But and oh. and a sizable bang.
0: Well, that and, sounds quite a bit bigger.
2: Yeah, my my brother and I would hide on the front porch of our house and as cars would drive by, we would stand up and throw them at the cars and we hit a a, a work van, like a uh, appliance repair van on the side <laughs> of the van with four of them at one time. <laughs> I was throwing two, he was throwing two. <laughs> and so that thing just went boom, 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 boom. Uh, Of course, the van screeched to a halt, and we were like, and we dove down under the, uh, our front porch had a cutout that you could take out, go under the porch, and pull the cutout back down, kind of like a crawl space. So we did that, and the guy got out of the van, of course, looking for what the hell was happening. Um, Things I did when I was younger I mean, and we got caught, we we didn't care, we got caught doing this stuff, is we had a little uh, uh, 1978 Honda CT110 motorcycle, if you don't know what that is, look it up, it's an antique, worth a fortune right now, but we would, uh, my mother decided it was a good idea to have goats on the farm we grew up with at one point in time, and they would always get out, so my brother would drive that motorcycle at like 60 miles an hour across open fields, and as he pulled up beside the goat, I bulldog that goat off the
1: motorcycle. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> Just fall on it and roll it over and go again. Um, we discovered dad's uh, supply of dynamite one time and took it and threw two sticks together uh, in one rabbit warren and a stick oh. down the other side of the rabbit barn and lit them and blew the shit out of that rabbit barn uh, and leveled like a quarter acre. Literally a oh quarter of an acre. Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting.
1: Why did Pop have
2: dynamite?
1: Because, you
2: know... Get rid of the rabbits. Rabbit. It's Australia. It was Australia.
1: The Wabbits. rabbits. Like it was,
2: there was stuff you could do back when we were growing up that today they were like, oh, no. Were um. Yeah, we did. A, I, I mean, we did a whole bunch of stuff. We. Uh, I think the best thing I ever did that I got caught doing that I got in a lot of trouble for, like a lot of trouble for, Um. was it was my brother's 21st birthday. And they had strung a big hessian sack area out, a hessian off area, burlap sack area where the men would go pee. 'Cause we lived on a property, so you just put up T posts and a lot of burlap sacks around the place so it was kind of private for Indigo to go pee.
1: And I, I decided was,
2: I decided it was a good idea to run an electric fence around the bottom of that area. Nice. Uh, <laughs> where you know, we're running a bunch of voltage through to keep uh cattle in and uh these guys were going out half drunk on his twenty first birthday to go pee. And peeing down onto an electric fence.
1: Yeah. Wait, but like how does that work? Because they did that thing on Mythbusters where you gotta be pretty dang close to the to the source of electricity for it to zap you.
2: It zaps, let me tell you. You got enough power going through an electric fence
1: It's hopping through droplets.
2: Oh yeah. Look up on YouTube. I've Uh,
1: seen the ones where the dogs go and piss on a fence. Yeah, no, look up on YouTube. Man (laughs) pisses on Trump sign. Oh, did somebody electrify a Trump sign?
2: Yeah, last last election they electrified their Trump sign, and a guy went and urinated on it, and yeah, he was not a happy camper.
1: Quispy Wang. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. you know about it. You did that when
1: we were. Oh yeah, the I city. do remember that one because that was traumatizing as a small child. When I decided that it was a good idea, you weren't you were a wee baby squash. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that it was a good idea that instead of going and crawling over the electric fence, where was it? Gemma? Gemma was with you. Yeah. And Gemma had put the stick on. I was like, I am the big boy and we'll climb over the highest point <laughs> and <laughs> slipped and got crispy Wang. Why is it everything happens to my Wang? <laughs> <laughs> no. Everything bad always happens to my Wang, man.
0: I, I do remember that incident clearly. How? Yeah. You were
3: like
1: one. No, yes, that but this one was thing...
3: the child that was doing your homework when he was two and three and would what? get your math problems right, and you just went, well, it's the right answer, Mom. I don't know how he did I had to keep him occupied while you guys did homework because he was doing your homework, and he was still in diapers.
1: This should have continued forever. I never would have had to do math ever. <laughs> yeah, sucks. but then
0: we decided to play the head Headbutt game with the ball, and I lost some brain cells. So oh, not true.
1: Not really.
0: Oh, yeah, speaking it of, reminded,
3: to make it feel better,
1: but no. reminded me when I said that you told the cops to do it, bitch. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> sophomore year of college, and I was working over at the fresh market in Overland Park, and that semester, <laughs> uh, I'm some good memories for that semester because. I was always drunk. (laughs) Mm. Grades will reflect. Children, don't drink. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, one particularly hard partying weekend, (laughs) I partied very hard into the wee hours of the morning and then looked at my watch and was like, ah, shit, I have to be at work in two hours. And uh, being at work in two hours was like, I think six or seven in the morning going into the Fresh Market, and it was 4 a.m., and I was belitzed. Um, we'll omit some details, uh, but I arrived at work <laughs> after sleeping for two hours, and uh, the, the person that was running the deli department there had also run the deli department at the one back home and mm-hmm. was very suspicious of why I came into work that Saturday morning in a particularly good mood. And I looked her dead in her face and said, I'm still drunk. <laughs> and She said, I'm going to tell your father. And I looked her dead in her eyes and said, do it. <laughs> and she said, what? And I said, you heard me. Do it. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I walked off and went and proceeded to have the best two hours of work and then subsequently, the worst six hours of work right afterwards. That 30-minute car nap on lunch was amazing. <laughs> and to
2: her credit, she did. And to my credit, I didn't
1: do anything. Yeah, this is true. I said do it, and then nothing happened, and I was like... <gasps> no, you weren't. I mean, I was kind of like, I mean, I'm four hours away. What's he going to do? Call me and bitch me out? Cool. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Could have got me fired, but I just found another job. I didn't really like that job, but I didn't like driving forty five minutes to go to work anyway. It was the ass. Mm -hmm.
2: It was far better to let yourself. So, what about the kid at the college I work at with the note on the wall?
1: I think he's a fucking legend.
3: Okay, so give some content to someone.
2: Someone needs to. Uh I don't I can't access it right now. So if someone has access to it, they need to omit college and hall and all that sort of stuff and read the context.
1: Oh, got it. Alright. I got it. No, fuck you. So, I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> fuck off. This is
0: the last time you're invited to the podcast. Good.
1: Um so this is at a residence hall for smart people at a university that shall not be named. Um I should probably omit the name of the health center too.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: The University of somewhere in compliance with the so-and-so health center is requiring a mandatory.
3: Give the title of the the paper.
1: Oh, in big bold letters at the top, it says mandatory penis inspection. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the University of somewhere in compliance with the blank, blank uh, health center is requiring a mandatory penis inspection to determine the cleanliness, health, and capabilities of all male students in accordance with the University Health Code 9.51 Licensed Medical Professionals will be arriving at this uh, residence hall to conduct a survey of students' genitalia on Monday, October twelfth, 2020. Students will be called down from 11 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. by room number, starting from the lower floors going up. That means two things. There will only be one makeup date on Thursday, October twenty second, 2020. If you are unable to attend either inspection date, contact your floor RA as soon as possible or call this number to set up your penis inspection appointment, PIA. Please note, anyone who is unavailable or is unwilling to comply with University Health Code 9.51 will be relocated to an off-campus residence or will be suspended for an indefinite amount of time. Students who are uncircumcised, all you turtlenecks out there, must meet with a doctor prior to the inspection date and request for a penis pass. (laughs) This will alert medical inspectors beforehand and facilitate the inspection process. I encourage you to stay safe, agile, and uh, strong. And this was signed.
2: Agile and strong, aren't you? This
1: this was signed by the illustrious Doctor Mike Literus, <laughs> director of men's health. So, this bright bright individual, well past the statute of limitations for April Fool's Day, has decided <laughs> that it would be. Hilarious to look at all of his co-residents in this hall and go—it's penis inspecting time, boys.
3: Wait, how do we know it was a male student that wrote this? This could have been a female student.
1: If this is a female student, she might just want to pull her pants down and check for a dick and balls because this (laughs) this person has the most massive coconuts I have ever heard of on an individual in my life. <laughs> the, the, Bro, the fact that you just wheelbarrowed your fat ass nuts into the elevator, hit the down button with a copy of this fucking manifesto, and duct tape that shit to the wall? Somebody in, get that man a scooter. Every, he is wheeling them shits around all the time. Forget a wheelbarrow, <laughs> go to Walmart, steal... steal the motorized scooter that the fat people use because they're too lazy to get their 10,000 steps in for the day and have him put his scrotum in that basket and drive around campus because that's the only way he's dragging that nutsack around. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on,
2: listen to the rest of it. Uh, That was plastered in uh, every bathroom on every male floor in that building. So there's two bathrooms per floor, so uh, what's that? Eight or ten bathrooms on that? Eight, I think eight. Right?
0: No, that four, that building has four had...
2: floors of males, four floors of females.
0: Oh yeah, you're right.
2: So I think it's eight bathrooms that was plastered into. Uh, we had students calling their floor RA. <laughs> no. To to to, to, to check. That they they called unnamed health center to make their
1: pass. Oh my God, no! I uh, I wanted to be on the other end of that phone call at the health center when some kid goes. Um, excuse me. There's a posting in the bathroom that there's a penis inspection on Monday. I've got a turtleneck. Is there any way that I could get a pass or a placard so I could let the inspector know what to expect? Um, he's gonna have to pull this. He's gonna have to pull the shirt down.
2: Can you have Dr. Mike Literus tap me out?
1: <laughs> what were the emails that went over there? Attention to my, Dr. Mike <laughs> Um So in regards to the penis inspection on Monday, um, could I get an email that says... Uh...
3: Quite frankly, there's nothing should happen to the student. It was a prank. It was a harmless joke. If people were stupid enough to believe it, than they're idiots in normal everyday life. They're just like, have no common sense. It was funny. And this year is a dumpster fire of a year. You gotta have a laugh. I mean, I'll move on. And that was, that was the
2: whole point of it was that the university is now looking at security cameras on every floor and questioning, uh, Students. students and such and so forth to see if they can figure out who actually pulled that prank um because let's face it as you guys can see on what i sent out it is on university letterhead <laughs> <paper.
0: That's laughs> true. Who, whoever made that note did a did a fantastic job with that, copying yeah, the exact fine. format Yeah, they did a fine job. So,
3: Let's be fair. To get a hold of that university paper letterhead is not hard.
2: No, not at all. But anyway, so the long long in the story, uh, you know, and it is, should said student be punished for said prank, or should we just chalk it up to... Legendary. Yeah, legendary. Is it a Barney Stinson worthwhile
3: prank?
0: yes absolutely because the biggest prank that fucking the chancellor and board of trustees pulled on me when i went through that university was to increase tuition by uh two percent and then give themselves a two percent raise in the same year
1: ah the funniest of pranks Mm -hmm. that that, that, where your own pockets get mined
0: that was that was hilarious I'm still (laughs) laughing about it to this day, paying it off.